Hey there, everybody. This is John Day here with the Weekday Bugle. Sorry, I've um, been gone for the past couple of days. I've been um, working and kind of taking a break. I've had a lot of work to do this weekend. We did a lot of stuff here, right here, here at the house. Um, digging, um, digging trenches and doing, doing electrical work on some stuff here at the house. Anyway, so I'd like to get to... Um, um, a, a new development in the um, Ukraine-Russia situation. And things are not looking any good, fellas. Yeah, things are not looking good at all. This is probably the worst situation. This is probably as worst as this is going to get. So, Vladimir Putin, um, earlier, I watched a little bit of his speech, but unfortunately I couldn't get any subtitles, so I couldn't understand a word he was saying. But I just, I, for some weird reason, I watched it anyway. So, here's what the, the Russian, the, here's what the Russian said. So, he, he had a lot of st um, stuff to say about Ukraine-Russia relations and how, Ru how Ukraine has always been part of Russia, the whole, that Ukraine was a Russian experiment by the Soviet Union and all that stuff. And he was very against Ukrainian independence and that Ukraine was nothing but a Russian proxy state. And always has been and always should be. So he's very much against Ukrainian independence. And we've all seen that with the, over the past couple of weeks with Vladimir Putin. And so today, the two Ru Russian-backed separatist regions in eastern Ukraine... The um, the Donetsk People's Republic and the um, and the Luhansk People's Republic in eastern Ukraine, apparently Vladimir Putin has officially recognized these republics as of today. And President Putin, he's made clear to the West that he is willing to to aid these um, people's republics. And I even googled I I googled these republics, um, the Luhansk People's Republic, um, even have they have they even have their own emblem and flag. Both of them got a flag, but um, and they both have emblems. Um, the Luhansk People's Republic, um, their their national emblem um, is complete with a with, with a wreath. It's got like a um, it's got like a wreath um, that goes outward with wheat with um, wheat, and it's got like um, the different names. Uh, it's got different names on there written all in written in Russian, and. It's complete with a red with a red com with a good old fashioned red communist star in the middle, and I can I can already with, with the sun rays on there, and I can already see how this is going to go. This is obviously you see with the notation People's Republic with the name People's Republic. It's obviously got communist um it's got communist intentions. It looks like, and this is a pretty bad situation, guys. And the um, the the, um, the Donetsk People's Republic has like a, the classic you know Russian eagle, the a silver Russian eagle with the um, with the Russian coat of arms in the middle of it, and they they all have Russian listed as their um, official languages, and they have a they have an established government and everything, but they're not recognized by anybody as of right now except for Russia. Russia officially recognizes them today, and this is in even worse, Russia. Um, has sent peacemakers, quote unquote, into Ukraine. So, and um, my teacher, um, my former, my former uh, history teacher, Mr. Bevel, he sent me an email today um, about Ukraine, and he said that um, they had that Russia has started rolling tanks into Ukraine. Now they're moving into Ukraine beyond the border. 
So now they're going inside Ukraine. So it seems like they're starting invasion, invasion, the invasion tonight. And then the White House has said that um, the Russia um, has plans um, to to roll into Ukraine, and um, that the generals have received their orders, but Putin may call to um, may may roll back the plans and go and retreat. But they doubt, but they highly doubt it because the generals are already they already got their orders and they're taking they're carrying they're about to carry them out. And they already have tanks and soldiers are about to move. They're, they're moving in on Ukraine right now, as we speak. And um, and the worst, and here's where it gets even more shadier. Um, it's pretty shady stuff. So now the rush. So um, the gov- our, the White House has said that um, that Putin has his own little his own blacklist of Ukrainian government officials that he wants to either have them killed and taken and disposed of or he wants to send them send send them to the work camps and capture them and send them to the work camps back in Russia. You know, I made a joke about this and I said, well, you go against me you go against Putin, you go on against all of Russia because so I see because Putin's making it clear that he is Russia. And if you don't like me, I'll send you to gulag. I'll send you to gulag. <laughs> oh my god. But this is, is a bad situation. And um, the worst part is Joe Biden, the, our president, the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, for Christ's sakes, is saying that we should, we're going to put sanctions on the, um, on the people's, on the two people's republics in um, Dehansk and, uh, and, um, and Levansk. I'm sorry, I, I can't remember how I said it earlier, I'm sorry. The two people's republics. He said he's going to put sanctions on them, but he said for now we're not going to put sanctions on Russia. And I'm like, dude, what if, what are you thinking, man? And you know, here's what I think. If anything, which I I, I totally agree with the the leaders over there in in in, in, um, in Western Europe with our over there with our allies, France, Great Britain, Germany to a certain extent. And, and the polls and all of them, they're all saying, we, y'all, "Why aren't y'all putting sanctions on them? Y'all need to knuckle down." And Biden has been sitting here, sitting, standing idly by, and they're flip. They were they've been flip flopping on um on sanctions the whole time. They've been threatening Putin with sanctions. Well, it's gonna be sanctions like you've never the likes of which you've never seen before. And he's been threatening to shut down the pipeline, the Nord, the Nord Stream two oh, um, pipeline in Germany um, that runs from Russia to Germany, pouring, pouring oil into Germany so that way they can rely off the oil and keep buying from the Russians and making Russia rich again, right? So he's been through Biden's been threatening to shut down Nord Stream two pipeline, which is great. That'll do. That'll do us some good. That'll do. That'll um. That would have deterred Putin, but it seems like it's too late now. So, and I think Putin, uh, Biden. Um, and Harris, they should have done the sanctions weeks ago instead of sitting here fear mongering about an invasion, which right they're 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 scared of they're um concerned about this and rightfully so. I I mean, as much as I can't hate the as much as I can't stand this administration, period, absolutely, I cannot t- I cannot stand these people, but they're rightfully concerned about it. But really. They they're concerned about the border in Ukraine, but should they be? Con- but they should be concerned. But but they're. They're using Ukraine, it looks like, as a smokescreen for um, the border issue we have here at home. Now we're all scared of, a Ukraine, of an invasion in Ukraine, which, I mean, I'm scared of it too. 
I may not share this sentiment. I may not uh, share this issue with many of um, many Trump supporters like me. Many of you might not may not share that sentiment with me, but I look I look into it a lot deeper than uh, most of us do over here on over here on the Trump train. I look into it a lot. I look into it a lot deeper than some do. I look I look I look down the Denver River that goes um that goes past Keys and. It goes and it goes down into the sea about it, and it go, and it goes down into the Black Sea, and down through the Golden Horn, and right and out into the Mediterranean, and out into the Atlantic. If Putin takes Ukraine, which he's doing, which he seems like he's about to do that now, if he, if he whenever if, if this is successful, this will be a tragedy for the whole, um, for all of you, for the whole of Europe, because he'll have he'll be able to disrupt the shipping, like I said before, he'll be able to disrupt. The shipping, the shipping routes throughout the world in the Atlantic Ocean mainly, and he'll build his, he'll build his, he'll build a new fleet, and he'll go, he'll, he'll smash right through Turkey, and then if he gets through, and then once he gets past um, Istanbul, if they, and hopefully they don't let him fly, go, go right through with a free pass. If they do that, we're screwed, because he, because. If he takes Ukraine, he'll probably pu- he'll probably try and punch right through Poland, and he'll him he'll team up with um Alexander um Lukashenko, and he'll go right through he'll he'll him he'll tag team with him and smash right through Poland, and he'll smash into Western Europe and take it all down, and we'll have no allies. We'll be we'll be left in, we'll be left alone except for Australia, and and the Canadians, but. As far as I'm concerned, this is this is a grave danger. This is a grave danger. We're in grave danger if Putin invades Ukraine. Putin invades Ukraine. The scariest part is if he goes any further than Ukraine. If he goes further than Ukraine, our standing in the world is will be permanently damaged, and we will not be able to. We will not. America will not recover from this hit. And and I hope if President Biden wants to. Um, wants to redeem himself, then now's the time. Though, I highly doubt that he'll do anything, because just like what, just like what Barack, him and Barack back in um, 2014, they didn't do much about Crimea, did they? I don't think so. They were threatening sanctions. I don't know if they ever carried him out. I was too young, I, I was too young to even be concerned about that at the time. I didn't even understand. I didn't even know what happened until a couple of years ago. But, you know, and there's been war going on in, the, in eastern Ukraine ever since 2014. But this situation is bad, and now they're starting the invasion. Tank, tanks, Bill told me, tanks are rolling in. They got tanks rolling into Ukraine, and a few, few days ago, they had one of our um, Fox cores, they had one of our Fox reporters or um, in Ukraine on the front lines with the soldiers, and you can, and they said you could hear art. You can hear and see artillery fire um, across uh, across um, a couple of mi- like miles away from them. You can see them off in the distance. You can see the smoke from artillery fire being fired from the separatist controlled regions, firing into Ukrainian territory. And they fired on a kindergarten. I, th- I don't know if any kid, anybody was harmed. I hope not. I pray for all of them. But this is ridiculous, people. And I don't know what President Biden's going to do about it, but now, and I'm sure you've heard Pres- um, former President Trump um, 
talk about what what happens what's happening right now. The um, Europe is on the brink of world war because of Biden's incompetence. Now, if now I don't know if I'd lay this whole the whole thing squarely on Joe's shoulders, but he should have done better. He should have done the sanctions a lot earlier. And I agree with Trump that had had he been in office, things would have been a lot better. And I'm sure Vladimir Putin would certainly not mess with Trump. He would not be messing with Ukraine had it been, had Trump been in office. Because as we all know, Putin, Putin, um, Kim Jong Un, and all the and all of them had a pretty a pretty decent diplomatic relationship with Trump because you know Trump was a Trump was the guy that was peace through strength. That was his little motto for diplomacy was peace through strength on the you know on the diplomatic table. That's what he did. He even showed humor. You know Trump. What Trump acted like he wasn't scared whatsoever. He didn't. He didn't need bodyguards and all that. He didn't need too many guards. He wasn't. He didn't have like a whole army. A whole army of Secret Service agents going following him everywhere. Everywhere he went, he wasn't afraid to confront America, the enemies of this country, with peace through strength, energy independence, and protecting the Constitution above all else. And the Dems trample all over it. And Justin Trudeau has taken tyranny on a whole new level. He seems like he's Castro. He seems like he's Castro's grandson. <laughs> I think Castro, Mao, and Stalin would be proud of Justin Trudeau. He's he, he's literally using the um, force to crush the protest, the peaceful protesters. Anyway, that's a story for another day, guys. But the Russians, they're, they're, this is really getting bad. And Vladimir Putin is invading Ukraine as we speak. And this won't end well. And I've been trying, and I've been thinking for years that Putin's been trying to recreate the Soviet Union. I've been thinking about this for a year, for for a little, for a couple, for like two, maybe two, two, maybe a year and a half now. I've been thinking about this, and you know, I read an article a couple of years about a year ago or something like that, um, that the pandemic delayed Putin's plan to revive the Soviet Union, and it seems like the pandemic's reaching, uh, the pandemic's going into an endemic now. It seems like it's pretty much over. It seems like it's almost over. But Vladimir Putin seems like it's, and it seems like Putin's not letting that disrupt his plans. And as you all know, the Olympics ended yesterday. So remember what I said about China. I think China's going to make a move on Taiwan. If if Putin's brave enough to go, if, if Putin's stupid enough to go out and carry out an invasion right now. And if he takes Ukraine, then I'm pretty sure that's going to give Xi Jinping the green light to go ahead and invade, invade Taiwan. And this won't be good. This will be a whole new axis of evil. And this will be the new axis powers. <laughs> this is going to be bad, guys. And everyone's been warning. World War. There's going to be a World War. World War Three is up, World War Three is upon us. And they're right. They're right. But Biden should have put the sanctions and he should have pulled out the big guns. A couple of weeks ago. He should have done it about a month ago. That's all we've been hearing for the past month. 
Invasion. Invasion imminent. Russian plans. Russian invasion. Invasion of Ukraine. Ukraine will fall. World War Three. It's like, if you guys want to bicker about it so much, then put this, then pull out the sanctions and roll them out. Don't wait for the Russians to want to march in there with their soldiers and their tanks. Don't wait for the Russians. Do it now. Why you got time? While there's still time to stop them. And at least prevent the, or maybe, it may, be, it may not stop them, but it will prevent them from amassing any, from um, creating any further um, forces than they already have. And who knows, maybe they'll get, maybe they'll get bankrupt, just like what happened in, maybe they'll get bankrupt and their supply lines will go short, just like what happened in Napoleon in Russia, back in um, the Napoleonic Wars. But, anyway, that's all, that's all I have for today, and, well, yeah, that's all I got. I'm sorry I've been absent, like I said, I was busy, but, anyway... Like I said, Russians are moving on Ukraine now, and they're they're in. And the worst part is, President is the um, Ukrainian President Zelensky. He's not in. I don't think he's in Ukraine at the moment. He's in Munich. Um, he was in Munich attending the conference two days ago. I don't think he's back in Ukraine. I don't think so. Anyway, and this is bad because the Ukrainians' morale is going to be terrible. I think the I think Ukraine's probably going to fall within about two days. But anyway. This has been John Day with the Weekday Bugle. And as always, have a good night. Peace.